Welcome back to Culture Hang with me, Hannah. And me, Ollie. Where we talk about popular culture from this week, last week, any old week we fancy talking about. Mm-hmm. And if you would like to request a specific topic, feel free to. There is some social media linked below in the description. Mm-hmm. You'll also see there a Patreon linked in the description. Tell us about that. We do two bonus episodes per month. We do Bad Book Club, where we read free or quite cheap um rom commy trashy fiction um so if you're looking for your next thing to read or you want to hear our thoughts on a particular book of that genre uh silly fun goofy time um yeah let us know we've got a lot of books on there it's Mm. a good fun time this month will be halloween themed and it should come out before halloween so we're we're on brand we're on theme we also do celebrity corner where we talk about celebrity couples celebrity instance a celebrity moment and if you're thinking why haven't they talked about this person on the main pod probably talked about them um over there so if you like what we're about and you want to support us by chucking us a couple of quid uh it's the best place to do it but we just want to say thank you for listening as you are as you do uh we appreciate you listening to us uh, screaming into the void thank you thank you so much <laughs> and also we did put up a bonus podcast on to the patreon this yeah. week because we had more to say on dax shepherd's podcast yeah. with jvn so if you'd like to hear us talk about that that is on there as well and again as we've said before if you want to subscribe to patreon for a month and then cancel it do it go ahead if that's what you want do it we love that <laughs> whatever support you give we're so so grateful for and you do not need to subscribe for to the patreon but if you do we are very grateful mm-hmm. um but i did find myself last night this very time last night no much later early hours of the morning <laughs> i had put on a podcast to sleep to uh-huh a history podcast yep and i i drift off i'm sleeping i'm having a lovely dream mm. and whose voice do I wake up to, but what's his name? Dax Shepard. Dax Shepard. Oh, it was actually Dax Shepard. No, it was Dax Shepard. <laughs> I was like, it's either me and you or Dax Shepard. No, it was like, if it was us, at least I'd be like, oh, okay. It's just, it's just narcissism if I wake up to my own voice. But at least I wouldn't be like, what? why, why am I hearing Dax Oh, that's Dax horrible. Shepherd? That would, would be like wake up. a cup of cold water over your oh, head. He was like thanking the guests. And I, I like Ugh. rushed to turn it off. I was like, I can't, <laughs> I can't even be associated with this in my sleep. And I'd listened to an hour of the podcast. Which episode was it? Um, Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh. Yeah, I know. Any insights uh, I, in your subconscious? I don't know because I literally woke up <laughs> as he said goodbye to Jada. That was it. I, I didn't hear anything Jada said. This press tour has been so well uh, pulled together, I feel like, for Jada Pinkett Smith. She's done everything. She's done interviews. Yeah. There was a kind of a follow-on from last week where we covered uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. We talked about her last week. Talked about her last week, if you haven't listened to that. Um, but yeah, just to cover a little bit of like the aftermath of that, there was a follow up. It was either like New Yorker or New York Times. Uh-huh. I don't think it was New York Times because I read that article. Um, it's giving New Yorker. I think it's New Yorker where they were using excerpts from emails that Will Smith was sending to someone in an article about it because he was like stayed silent as she was talking about the fact they had been separated uh-huh. since 2016. And then I think he did like a follow-up interview <laughs> with the publication to get himself on record being like, I am the happiest man that's ever existed. This is like my life. I did see that. And I just, 
I don't really care. Like, yeah. I think it was fun whenever all the... I know people hate this, but I thought it was fun when all these random headlines were coming up about things oh, yeah. Jader had said. When it comes down to it, I don't care if they're married or not. Yeah. It, for me, like, it really just stinks of, like, some some manager. Someone yeah. is managing PR the Pinkett managing. Smiths and, like, putting all these things out there. And I care in terms of pop culture. And then we just lose interest. It was a yeah. short news cycle story, I think. I don't think there was any more legs to it. Which is a is a bad thing to say because like we can't really then encourage you to go and listen to last week's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> which is not great. But I understand if you don't want to yeah. because it really it was everywhere last week. It, yeah, and by yeah. the time this comes out two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, it was everywhere. You couldn't move for Jada Pinkett Smith mm. headlines. And now like when I'm seeing them I'm like, get over it. It's, it's a yeah. book, read it or don't. It, are they together? <laughs> Who cares? Because I don't. Like, no matter what, they're living. They're alive. <laughs> like, that's it. They're living. They've got a lot of money. Yeah. And this is how they're choosing to use it. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. But if you do want to care, we did We did put out the podcast last week on it. And <laughs> we did. it is there. And maybe we provide some entertainment to Hopefully. the situation. But, it, yeah, I think these topics, like... They get boring quite fast, don't they? Yeah. Like, I keep seeing these updates like, oh, Will Smith's responded. Will yeah. Smith's done this. Well, and half the time it was saying he'd responded. He hadn't. <laughs> and then he finally has now. And that was a little bit interesting. But, yeah. like, what did people expect him to say? Like, oh, this is the last time Jada crosses me. No, yeah, exactly. Like, of course, he, I think he knew what was going to be in the book, you know? <laughs> like, I think they both were very aware. Yeah. Anyway. But, uh, yeah. There's the follow-up. That's a small follow-up It's good um, to follow-up with, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> but I don't think you care. I don't no, think either no, of us no. care. No, it's, it's, it's hard because obviously, like, the main <laughs> We've thing... We've got to keep our finger on the pulse. Finger on the pulse-wise. Um, the other thing that I've been seeing, which is really strange, but it's kind of the... Not even, like, the downfall of TikTok, but I think oh, okay. it's, like, the limitations of social media right, as the... platforms. Okay. So, obviously, there's X, formerly Twitter. The way people keep saying this, like, <laughs> like it's Prince. Like, the artist formerly known as <laughs> Prince. The artist formerly known as uh, Twitter. Oh, it's so funny to me. <laughs> it's because people keep calling them tweets. Like, it's just so embedded stop, in our vernacular. It's always going to be in my head. Like, when yeah. I was younger and I'd get, like, I think it was Starburst, and my mum would always call them opal fruits or something. I'd be like, oh, really? get over it. Like, it's not <laughs> called that anymore. But now that's me with Twitter. Like, yeah, I just won't give in. Can't let it go. Yeah. But we're not ignoring... The um, Israel Hamas attacks, but as some like people with a small platform, mm. we're not the place for education on this very deeply contro- controversial, complicated, mat- like horrible, horrible matter. But what I think in terms of like where information is being transported yeah. and how quickly misinformation can be mm-hmm. transported. We, we've known this. We've known this for like many years. But Elon Musk is responsible for so much. It's, it's like the information's been weaponized almost as much mm-hmm. as the rest of it. And accounts aren't verified. Yeah. Journalists, like all that it's kind dangerous. of... It's so dangerous because that trusted 
news network that people are people are desperate to get more information particularly when i think about like all the stuff that was flying around tiktok Mm -hmm. much younger generation they're not potentially aware of what's going on and i'm i am intrigued that people don't google they put it in the comments and they say can you explain to me what's been going on with yeah. Israel Palestine I'm like this is not the place and you can't explain that conflict in one sentence no you can't you, you really never can. you never could before it is all it's, like accumulated it really here is stuff that needs quite a lot of research into it There's so much new YouTube videos on yeah. it if you would I know like I could recommend books to be read but I think maybe a video is more appropriate yeah. like it's hard to get it's hard to read a book on such a complex yeah. topic um, and truly understand it. So if, to, at a basic level, there are some good YouTube videos on it. Um, and I think that's why YouTube comes into its forefront because yeah. it's really clever people who have done the research and have done the time and it has a the length of time can be used to have that nuance because currently in TikTok, you've yeah. got people, so I think it was under the desk news, was an American oh, reporter okay. and a while ago they'd, did like log off for your mental health because it's tough out there and the response to that was well there's a genocide happening you can't really they can't really turn off for their mental health like the sensitivity of it and i think yeah. tiktok is failing to capture the nuances of that it's very difficult go go to journalists journal, lots of journalists and ex-politicians have podcasts in the uk yeah. that's where you should be getting your information about this because i think again there is something about like journalistic integrity in the way they report things that has can capture that nuance that is lost on tiktok um so if you want more information youtube videos video essays from yeah. like vice and vox vice, i think it was vice had one a couple yeah. of years ago that was very helpful they've I got really good explainer one... videos the what was the green brothers like hank and oh the ex- what were they what called you know i mean hank and shorts history shorts you know what the thing that they had (laughs) this is so helpful but they put out educational videos and i'm pretty sure years ago they had they've definitely had on the conflict as well it's good to be educated on it and there are limits to social media and educating yourself when there may be misinformation going around so you know if you want to look into it that's kind of what i'd recommend i mean if you already know quite a bit yeah sure get into the literature yeah it's quite complicated topic to get into but it's it's always been complicated and it's been complicated for as long as we've you know been aware of it but or since it a long old time since it happened and the other one that i saw was i can't remember what her tiktok handle is but she does like bimbo girly explainer Mm -hmm. videos about like the stock market and she tried to do one about israel and palestine and it went so horribly wrong because people were like you can't reduce this into being like an explainer video so it's very interesting to see how it kind of is playing out in real time and so much changes like day to day um so yeah it's 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 the limitations of social media i think yeah and i think yeah it's not it's not really pop culture for us no 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 and we have limitations to our knowledge as well but it's like just try and do some research before completely sharing things i mean the celebrities is it jamie lee curtis who put up that picture yeah. of the children yeah. and um when she learned oh i guess like when she was informed 
that they were Palestinian children yeah. she took it down mm. it's things like that and also yeah. like why why when you learn it's Palestinian children are you now like oh I don't have sympathy mm. for that it's, it's a strange time Completely. it's very sad and my advice would be that celebrities stay out of it unless they're educated yeah. Yeah. because so many of them are going so bold and putting up really big statements Scarlett Johansson did something similar as well it's interesting that they've decided to do this Mm. Um, I think they're so scared of being attacked for not talking out like speaking out about things but sometimes I think it's best like you are not who people should be going to no absolutely like a lot of them think about it didn't finish high school yeah they don't have the education and maybe they've educated themselves and I know to be honest schools don't educate on it most of the time yeah Uh, so yeah but they don't go out of their way to get that education Mm -hmm. and then they put stuff on instagram which yeah and then yeah i just i just don't think they should no no macklemore put up something really good i don't know if you saw macklemore's no look into it really good statement from macklemore okay very good is it macklemore or macklemore i've always said macklemore Mac, I did too. Macklemore sounds more. People would come out more. with like Macklemore, <laughs> but Macklemore <laughs> had done a very good statement on it. So yeah, maybe it's worth. So sometimes celebrities can get it right, but yeah. I don't think they always. I mean, don't turn to them as the first port of call. I think is a good, uh, and also don't get it from TikTok primarily, please. But that's please. also to not to take away as well. There are some good educational. Um, platforms on tiktok so many educators to, yeah yeah um get across you know history and politics and things yeah. like that in a accessible way it's just that not all of them like don't expect that of all creators yeah because <laughs> some of them will fail massively absolutely and, and that's sometimes what we've it's seen not the platform and we have seen that and we've seen that from celebrities mm-hmm. but yeah there you go yeah so everything else is kind of uh faded into the background aside from the main topic of today yeah so as of i think today Mm -hmm. this coming out tuesday yep this memoir it's the release date is released we've done it again (laughs) um so britney spears (laughs) is putting out her memoir should be out today woman like me i think it's called and yeah you should be able to purchase that today i know that there may be some people thinking why would you discuss this today like why would you discuss this before you've read it yeah um because the reasoning for me is that i don't think we should give the whole plot of the book away no absolutely (laughs) not so like yeah we'll discuss the sort of headlines that have come out about it um i think everyone should just read it i think we just read it yeah i just and i I think for myself as well i just kind of want to read it um, for me, because yeah. I'm interested, and Completely. then maybe next week we follow up with some things that you know we might have learned, or maybe in a couple of weeks, maybe. But yeah, I think it's best just to like because there's been so many headlines mm-hmm. coming from it, um, just even before it's out. So I think just to discuss them, and then we can all have a bit of a read when we feel like it, and actually learn what the book says. And, and finally listen to Britney's own voice. Yeah, yeah, which would be nice. Yeah, um, because I, I think to start with, I think one of the things that's come out that she said in the book, um, I think she did speak about all the documentaries that started to come out and things like that. And 
I think the consensus, I think we knew this around the time. Yeah. Was that she kind of wanted to speak for herself. Yeah. And that it was quite hurtful having like people who hadn't consulted her, like people she knew, who yeah. hadn't come to her first, suddenly on there being like, yeah, free Britney. <laughs> and she was like, okay, but like, where, <laughs> where was the phone call? Yeah, exactly. So I think that was interesting. So it's good to now have her voice come out of that because I think for a while, I think everyone kind of felt guilty of it, that it was like everybody talking about it and then it got to a point. There were so many documentaries. And rival documentaries as well. So you had like, um, was it just called Free Britney? It may have been. We did, we covered it in 2021 when it came out. Yeah, whenever it came out. Um, So we covered that, that was like kind of the first big bombshell Free Britney movement. Yeah. Um, And then I think Netflix produced one that wasn't well received by she didn't want that one to be done um i don't know did you read the people cover that she did um i think so it's the only one that i can see of her doing an interview with someone ahead of the release um and in it she said it's finally time for me to raise my voice and speak out and my fans deserve to hear it directly from me no more conspiracy no more lies just me owning my past present and future and then she told people that she would love to empower others to speak out and do the same. Um, she always says, speak up, be loud, know your worth, inspire people, and most of all, just be kind. I think it's interesting as well that she what? said no more no conspiracy. conspiracy. <laughs> because like we've discussed before, <laughs> I'd go on TikTok and I'd just be like, suddenly here's a conspiracy that she's yeah. dead again. Yep. And like, how Comes around every up? couple of weeks. Like you've gone through a situation where you know, not only have you you've you've kind of been controlled mm-hmm. by people in your life. Well, mm-hmm. you have been controlled your by people family. in your life. You have struggled with mental illness, and the whole world perceives you in a certain way. Yep. And then everyone in the world is just now like, and she might be dead. How messed <laughs> up would that be for you? Like, because I think in that position. I'd end up looking at them, like, I'd look at the evidence and be like, maybe I am dead. <laughs> You'd start like, believing start it. start really questioning it. Being like, but what if I'm dead? Like, genuinely. <laughs> it was like, get to a point where it's like, okay, but they've got some evidence here. Yeah. And it gets a little bit scary. But yeah, I think that's really interesting because mm. there's so many conspiracies. And I think it, it's hard, it's not really a black and white situation because mm. without any conspiracy, the Free Britney movement wouldn't have really come into force because some yeah. of that was based in conspiracy. People Completely. looking at like past performances and things yeah. like that and interviews and mm. just looking around and investigating. And in a way it was a bit... Cons- like there was branches off the movement which yeah. probably got a bit conspiracy. Um, I think it was also... It coincided with the whole the like QAnon yeah. rise of stuff. So was people are not- like very aware of looking for conspiracy theories and things. That she was like a distraction for the American government. At one point, it was like she was put in play. Anytime Britney Spears was it for nine eleven, yeah, and Bush, yeah, that Britney Spears was a distraction. But they were all like, she's a clone. Yeah. She died. The whole like Avril Lavigne thing. I just think it's so interesting that she used the word conspiracy. Yeah, but I think it's almost like you said, it's a double edged sword. Like you did kind of need the conspiracy theories around and the way that people would look at her tic- uh, her Instagram, Instagram. post that she used to make and the dancing videos, which she still does. Like, this yeah. is how she likes to be on the internet, which is fine. But they would say, like, 
if you're in distress wear yellow yeah. and then she'd wear yellow so like it's almost worse that it came from that because you're never gonna detangle it from that because they're yeah. always gonna think any behavior that she has is coded and there's something to be read deeper in it because it was confirmed it was a yeah. conspiracy theory it, it confirmed. Kind of confirmed it's like the worst thing that could happen for a conspiracy theorist that they're proven right <laughs> she does say in the book that she's um she said something like that she was so grateful for the free britney movement yeah and that like people will never know how grateful she was especially in the beginning Mm. and i think that's interesting that she said especially in the beginning because i think you know there's a lot of meaning behind that but i do wonder if part of it was that like in the beginning it it was nice that people were like paying attention noticing yeah but then maybe and and there was a lot of other issues but maybe after a bit there was the sort of conspiracy theorists Mm. that come out and then now you do have a lot of people and maybe they're right but they still have the conspiracy that like she's still under control and you know and she's dead i think that's when like the dead one gets me the dead one is so extreme yeah it's literally like how like what does anyone like i get it that her family don't have the best direct history and they have been exposed now but what do they gain from her being dead i don't know like arguably they'd gain more if they if she was dead if they had said she was dead like they could yeah have, you know if their motive is money yeah. which it is that they could have gained so much more money from her yeah. being dead because like real they pro- you would I think don't know. so i don't know if she's got a will but like yeah it, it's yeah. probably gonna go to people in her family maybe exactly. her kids yeah they can write books they can produce movies they can yeah. do whatever like they don't gain anything from pretending no. she's alive if she is dead, you know? <laughs> and not that I think of, but yeah. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. Definitely. I think as well to, for it to have come out kind of, not as a standalone thing, mm-hmm. but it has been long awaited and long anticipated because yeah. everyone was like, I just want her to go on Oprah and tell her story. I just want her to come out and say, and it feels like she has actually had time to do it. I think it's good do that it. she's done it this way. Absolutely. Do you remember that girl on TikTok that would like read her, read Britney's Instagram post but do it in like... Southern coded southern, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was like, these are written like the way southern women speak, yeah. like southern American women speak, something like that. But I kind of want, I would love it if like there was an audio book and that, that woman could read it because <laughs> That's the her commentary clips, literally the clips we've got already i'm like i, I feel like i'm reading it all in britney's voice Absolutely. like all of it is just coming through in britney's <laughs> voice to me and i'm like the way she talks about celebrities in it because yeah. there's been a lot of focus because we'll discuss it but on the justin timberlake situation that's a lot of the information we've had just initially just when you thought you knew the whole story but then nope. like the way she talks about other celebrities is yeah. so kind a lot of yes. the time yeah. but the way it comes through it's like i can hear that voice it's just she's just so in awe of so many people ryan gosling who i really like yeah i wish i was just like it's you just can like just read so, it in the intonation yeah. yeah it sounds like it's almost like you're having a chat with someone <laughs> yeah. um i think let's get into the justin timblake situation it's a good place to start it's like the I main think. things we've been having revealed but if you don't know, which you will, but they, <laughs> Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears dated for three years in mm-hmm. the early 2000s, and then they break up. Yeah. Justin Timberlake, at the time, in public opinion, kind of came out on top because he put out a song called Crimea River. Mm. A good song. We'll have to give it to him. But 
we will not respect it. No. Because in the video, he gets someone who looks like Britney Spears yep. and indicates that this woman, who looks just like Britney Spears, had cheated on him. Yep. He, like, badmouths her in public. He will not stop talking about Britney Spears. He and also there's also he, an incident with Janet Jackson, which we will not forgive. We'll never forgive him for that, because I don't really think that he's paid his dues. But I think one of the horrible bits that always floats about and i think it came out in possibly one of the britney documentaries where he also reveals that they had sex with each other and her whole thing was that suddenly she was this like whoring you know succumbus woman that was just tempting poor justin tim it's like the way they're all laughing about it on that podcast or radio clip or whatever it was is horrible it's It's, it's like you you know that's how some men talk to each other yeah it's that whole like locker room talk thing well we get this a lot when it's i always think this when it's a lot like a group of men on a podcast like suddenly it's like oh okay like the matty healy podcast yeah well. this like, is where it all comes those, out like, groups of men on a podcast some of them obviously fine but then yeah. sometimes you listen to them and it's like oh okay mm. that's how we really feel that's yeah. good so in britney's memoir we get more of a look into their relationship mm-hmm. obviously we'll know more when we actually read it because it's out today um <laughs> but the big reveal that has been reported um the past week is that justin and Brittany were they got pregnant yeah and justin did not want to be a father yep so encouraged her to have an abortion essentially well that's that is what we've been reading so far so what she said is but justin definitely wasn't happy about the pregnancy he said we weren't ready to have a baby in our lives and we were way too young if it had been left up to me alone i never would have done it i think referring to the abortion yeah now i understand like you're allowed an opinion in that situation if you're not ready to be a parent you know i think that that's allowed Mm, and you're mm -hmm. allowed to sort of suggest it but she didn't get pregnant alone nope two to tango like that was not her decision and you can't then like it you kind of have to face that together Mm -hmm. and you can't get i mean it kind of it's she says he definitely wasn't happy with Mm. with, but like you were part of that that's not something she's just being like let's get pregnant and he was like (laughs) no i don't want to you she was pregnant yeah. you were part of that that yeah. was you and yeah i understand like they were young i think he's allowed to say like that they're too young to have a baby in their yeah. life but she's pregnant already and that is partly your doing like, yeah yeah i don't know that the implication for me was that he was kind of angry with her for this yes no absolutely and i think we see that time and time again i think like there is nothing wrong with you know being like i'm not ready for yeah. that yeah and it should be a, like an open and frank discussion. Mm. But it does kind of indicate that maybe there was some pressure yeah. um, imposed. It's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. like. And I think as well, she talks about how her team exacerbated the her image um, of being like this very like virginal girl but then she was like dancing really like sexily yeah. and this madonna hall split that you know it was very like well documented i mean they put her on the front of rolling stones yeah it's the teletubby cover it's like, so uncomfy like we knew what they were doing they were trying to infantilize yeah. her yeah and, and then when like, playing we'll up for these older it, men but then when like everything went wrong in her life and yeah. she describes herself essentially as like 
she started to feel like a child like that was her mental state it was that she had basically been infantilized and when that suddenly happens everyone was like oh she's crazy like that was the public response to her and but like they had kind of been imposing this like they made her that way this on her for ages yeah like you should be like a child yeah like you should be sexy to us but sexy also you're child. a child and we should think of you as a virgin it's like the Catherine ryan skit isn't it yeah it's essentially like, sexy child sexy child <laughs> it's, it's exactly that but and then i think then what makes it you know if that on its own wasn't bad enough mm. the way that justin then handled the breakup or his yeah. management handled the breakup yeah. and painting her out to be so sad as like as we've said this kind of implies that there was pressure put on her from oh, yeah. him and and other people i think but definitely that but to then out. go out and be like yeah, she oh, cheated she's on a, me. essentially she's a cheater yeah. because she says as well that he broke up with her via text and she believes that he was prompted to do this because he was just it was his first solo album that he was about to release mm. called justified and he <laughs> needed ammunition for his record so God. essentially to he was planning it from, yeah. this is what this kind of indicates and then he goes out puts out this record and implies she cheated on him Mm. and so she said that actually he had cheated on her several times and that she had cheated on him when she made out with her backup dancer wade robson um (laughs) but she said that this move was motivated by justin's indiscretions so i love when they call them indiscretions i I don't know if those are very exact words be discreet if you're going to cheat on me be discreet about it victorian woman it's so victorian woman like his indiscretions (laughs) we don't discuss his indiscretions i love it but yeah um I'm not surprised by that. The abortion thing, horrible. And now having yeah. that context for him. Like, we always knew, well, for the past couple of years, we kind of knew that he had gone out of his way to publicly portray her a certain way. It's humiliating yeah. as well. Like, But to have done that after everything yep. had gone on between them. Yep. It's so horrible. And I don't, yeah. like, I know they were both young. I know that there was other powers at play it's so horrible like it's such a horrible thing to do to it's someone. so unkind as well and i yeah. think like you know as she says he's like her first boyfriend i think yeah. they they knew each other's children they are in such a unique position of being these like pop stars the attention you can kind of understand would be shared between them like how many other people you're going to encounter that so know that ex- years. it's a long time and he breaks up with her over text yeah. The speculation is, and I don't know, I guess we'll find out if this is true. But no the more conspiracy theories. <laughs> yes, sorry, Brittany. The speculation is the text just said, it's over. Like, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Oh, three exclamation yeah. marks, one for it's each over. year. Yeah, literally. One for each year. Yikes. How, how horrible. Yeah. And then I think it was like during, she was filming a music video that day. Oh, God. It's very much like the Katy Perry Russell brand it's just situation. what I was thinking about. You've got to go out and you know you've got to serve hard you've than ever. You've got to perform, yeah. And yeah. you just, like, your world has just collapsed. Because she does oh. kind of indicate that's the case. Because she said she was seeing him making these sort of, like, indicating she cheated on him, going around the world, playing guitar, doing his thing. Yeah. And she was, like, saying that she was at home. I think she describes herself as comatose. Like, yeah. she just was, it had, like, her whole world was wrecked. Yeah. And he was going around being like, oh, my God, yeah. And we slept together. Yeah. I think the fact that it's, like, he weaponized 
their relationship and yeah he was young whatever but like he sided with the paparazzi he gave them what they wanted and what they were like baying for which was a way to humiliate her even more and to sort of catch her out on a lie Mm -hmm. for the thing that they'd created for her which was this like sexy virgin image that she'd been like thrust into and making her feel like an adult really young like it's just horrific it's like what's the worst thing a boyfriend can do to you <laughs> it's like a playbook for that no it genuinely that you t- is like also your first boyfriend your like first, first boyfriend, boyfriend the boyfriend you really trust i know you're so young you've gone through a lot together like yeah. being in the eyes of like the public yep you know the abortion all of that and then he does this mm. ultimate betrayal yeah and i don't trust the man no, I wouldn't. I just don't trust. Him. I wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw it because he just everything you learn about him is just like, oh, he sounds horrible. And yeah. I know that now he's like, I'm a family man, boop, boop, boop. but I don't think he's paid enough penance for what he did to Janet Jackson or what he did to Britney. Like yeah. he hasn't felt any consequences for it. He's in the fucking trolls movie. He's like, you know, where's when the we trolls talk- movies don't end. <laughs> Like, they will not end. Have you ever seen one? No. No, right? Why would like, I watch I a Trolls? Like, I know they're for the kids, and the kids probably love them, but it's not, like, I just don't know anyone that actually watched the Trolls yeah, films. this is know? a very good point. But, yeah, I think it's interesting to bring up um, him siding with the paparazzi, because she does also talk about the incidents in 2007 yes. with the paparazzi, with yeah. shaving her head, and I thought, this bit sounds so sad i mean it was Mm. already sad seeing it from our perspective anyway oh completely in retrospect now looking at it and being like the way that people like you know it's hard because like we we talk about pop culture every week so Mm -hmm. it's like towing a line because i know that we talk about people's business yeah but the way that this was talked about Mm. i don't know i'd like to think that we would never do that like it was just clearly Mm. someone in a horrible point i guess like the closest is when we've spoken about kanye but yeah i think even now when we've spoken about kanye we've tried to really have a thought to the mental state behind it and also like a lot of what kanye's done has been you know irreprehensible yeah i mean yeah exactly so that's kind of that feels different but the fact that this was just this was a joke for everyone yeah this was not just it wasn't just that it was the paparazzi Mm. media those sort of people it was a joke for everyone yeah like every person was telling a joke about britney shaving her head yeah up until recently yeah if you were especially a woman and you had shaved your head Mm. you would probably either make or have made to you a joke that revolved around having a Britney moment or something it's, like that. It, that was the shorthand. It was yeah. like you had a Britney moment. Britney survived 2007, so well, can like, you? Oh, like, I'm having a bad week. Maybe I'll have a Britney moment. Yeah. Like, maybe I'll shave my head. I've seen that joke so many yeah. times. But then she speaks about it now. Um, and she talks about the absolute grief she was going through. So for the head shaving, she says... Um, so actually i think this is just all the 2007 incidents together she says i'm willing to admit admit that in the throes of severe postpartum depression Mm -hmm. abandonment by my husband the torture of being separated from my two babies the death of my adored aunt sarah no sandra and the constant drumbeat of pressure from paparazzi i'd begin to i'd begin i'd begin to think in some ways like a child Mm -hmm. it's so sad like when Mm -hmm. you think about at the time 
all this public pressure against her. Yeah. It's not just that that's going on for her. It's of course. Like, it's like her world is literally Her world is in. collapsing and the fact you've got this like audience of people who are stalking you and following you and baiting you to get a reaction. Like the fact she did survive it is quite remarkable because yeah. it's like what the hell would what the hell would any of us do if that was us in that situation and nobody was prepared that i can see or from yeah. archival footage that nobody was sitting there going like oh my god back off like you're yeah. horrible you are horrible to this what do you what do you want her to do what do you want this it's woman a, to do like I what just, was what was the reaction for it because you know she wasn't engaging with you so you poke her and you bait her and you try and take pictures of her upper skirt and like invade every moment of yeah. like the dark like this postpartum depression for one thing yeah a marriage breaking down for another custody she's not battle. custody battle grief from a family member that you're yeah. really close to like that by itself sounds like the worst year and of being, someone's life like, and then you've got the paparazzi going like oh give the smile Brittany. Ugh. also her age as well like yeah she, at that point was still so young and i just think about like the picture of her in the restaurant when she'd mm. gone in there hoping to like get yeah. solace and she's holding her baby and like crying it's haunting it's such a sad picture and she looks so young yeah and I, I don't know, I just can't really understand that there was people there taking pictures of yeah. that. I mean, the person who owned the restaurant or whatever it was who took the picture yeah. of all the paparazzi. I don't get that. I don't get... Like, that is how much... Like, that's how bad the situation was for yeah. her, essentially. That, like, oh, yeah. It was like she couldn't trust anyone in her life. No. Like, she really had no one And you trust. can't even trust your family. You can't no. trust anyone. So the bit that I've got... I think it's an excerpt from the book. She said, you want me to be pretty? F you. You want me to be good for you? F you. You want me to be your dream girl? F you. I'd been a good girl for years. I'd smiled politely when TV shows show hosts leered at my breasts, while American parents said I was destroying their children by wearing a crop top, while executives patted my hand condescendingly and second-guessed my career choices, even though I'd sold millions of records, while my family acted like I was evil and I was tired of it. Yeah, I feel like it makes sense that for her shaving her head while it might have been like the result of everything going on in her life it was just like some way of gaining control again like it was maybe the only thing she could control um and we do that with hair like it's such a it's such a thing that i didn't really expect to be a big part of like my very normal growing up into being like an adult woman that whenever I'm feeling a bit like, you want to change or you do something, yeah. I will cut my hair. I will, you know, get those scissors and get in the bathroom and do it myself. But it's, it makes sense because it's like, yeah. what, I, what I, I'm not allowed to control anything. I'm so can, out of control. What can I control? And you can control your hair. And, that, and the thing is, I know, again, there's still a lot of conspiracy theories around why did she shave her head? And I think even with that, mm. there'll still be conspiracy theories about why did she shave her head? Because yeah, I know there's yeah. some big ones surrounding it. But, um, I mean, to me, that, that makes sense. That you oh, would completely. literally everything in your life you've lost control of. Yeah. And the thing you love the most, like her children, yeah, yeah. you might lose, con- literally, like, lose custody of them. Yeah. The only thing you can control mm-hmm. is that you could shave your head. Uh, it makes sense. And, like, I think as well, like, it's, she's not just rebelling against public I- image, she's rebelling against her parents that All are so them, invested yeah. in her fame and making yeah. sure she is famous to do that to know that you're taking public image away from mm. you 
there must have been a part of her that was like, yeah, this is also yeah. me rebelling against my parents, which I've never really done before. But even like extreme. the umbrella of the paparazzi car as well. Yeah. That for me, it's like, well, I've I've crossed the line. I've made the decision. I've shaved my head. What the fuck are you going to do to yeah. me? Like, what what can you do? I'm supposed to sit here and take this all because it's everyone wants me to be famous. Everyone expects me to be famous. I have to just keep doing yeah. it. No, leave me alone. Yeah. At the darkest, like one of the darkest times of your life, you've got these people following you. These men with these fucking cameras. Like, it's disgusting. When you think about like <laughs> the worst moments of your life, and yeah. then there's just this camera crew like All around you asking you these questions. Like, if you've been in a real, like, a really bad mood. And then someone just tries to take a picture of you, and they've done nothing wrong. But like, in yeah. a nice way, they've tried to take a picture of you. Oh yeah, the anger you feel towards them. Yeah. It's like what? Like, don't do that to me right now. Imagine yeah. that on a massive scale. Yeah. Like, and also, it's the worst moment of your life. It's yeah. not just that you're a little bit upset. It's the worst moment of your life. And instead of one person, it's yeah. like tens of people and vans, and they know. And they're all shouting your name at once. They're, they're yelling at you. To you. Smile. They're asking yeah. you questions everything yeah it sounds like hell it does yeah it sounds horrible but yeah there was um there was also a bit where also in 2007 she talks about the speech that sarah silverman did at the vmas okay i don't know if you remembered this but as soon as she said it well as soon as i read it i was like i have memories of this i think we might have Mm. discussed it before so obviously everything else is going on in 2007 and she was meant to perform Gimme More at the VMAs. Okay. Um, and then Sarah Silverman went on stage and basically roasted her. Mm. And, like, part of what she was saying was um, she said that Spears had done everything worthwhile in her life she'd ever do. Oh, my God. And she called her babies the most adorable mistake she'll ever see. Mm. And then Britney says that, well, she writes that she was, while that was happening, sobbing hysterically oh. backstage. You oh. imagine that? Like, everything going on in your life. Attacking like, every babies. horrible thing going on in your life. Yeah, calling your babies a mistake yeah. to everyone else. Yeah. To the whole world. It's so, like, it's cruel. It's very cruel. It is cool because it's like, what did you want her to do? What, what? genuinely did they want her to do was it to crack this way because when she cracked then she was like even that wasn't correct but she was a bad mother but like so she was sexy virgin yeah then she was the cheating woman and she was lying about being a virgin so we had to you know like punish her for that and then you know she was never like sexy enough and she decided to have a family but then you're calling her a bad mother for some reason and saying she should be a better role model because of the sexy ver- it's like what did you want her to do yeah what what avenue could she have done that would have meant that people backed off nothing i know i think it was just like massive hypocrisy because everyone was so eager to be like you're a bad mother while they were following around her children and putting them in, in dangerous, dangerous situations. Yeah. Like, they were so eager yeah. to say that while putting the children in dangerous situations. Yep. It's it's strange. It's like mass hypocrisy. Um, but I don't know. I don't have any more, like, negative things to discuss. So if you want to discuss anything else negative you've got, maybe do it now so we can end on some happy things. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I mean... The bits that she talks about the conservatorship, I think, is 
very much echoes um all of what we've kind of said about the encouragement of like a childlike state and it's it's not surprising that she reverts to that because it seems to be like a survival method and also you know she was trained as a child to be this like pleasing working for everybody so she said the conservative strip the conservatorship stripped me of my womanhood made me into a child she talks about like how her dad would belittle her constantly he'd call her fats and like his drinking was really like impactful and excessive on the family but the she said she turned into a child robot is i think how she phrases it that it's just this non-autonomous person going through the motions of what they're being told to do because they literally don't have any other way out and who was gonna be there on her side nobody aside from some people on the internet that were like hang on (laughs) what's going on there but i think that's the bit that i find it be i think it'll be really really interesting to see i think so too what she mentions because i think she talks a lot more about the conservatorship than has ever been covered yeah well we'll finally get like her perspective of it yeah like yeah we can't really imagine. It's all just what it been was speculation like. so far. Yeah. So I think that'll be, and also her relationship with her family now. I yeah. think that'll be interesting. Definitely. To hear about. So some nice things. Because yeah. it's not all like doom and gloom. No. I really She's just liked, gone through it. Yeah, she really has. <laughs> I really liked the bit where she talked about meeting Mariah Carey. Like, I just thought this was so nice. So she said that she was just a massive fan, like a long term Mariah Carey fan, Aww. which makes sense. And so um, <laughs> she meets her by like she goes and knocks on mariah's dressing room door backstage at an awards show and she's apparently talks about she asks mariah for a photo and mariah carey's like yeah of course she obliges <laughs> but in it says in true mariah fashion she would not accept anything but good lighting and the right <laughs> angles for the photo oh, and then incredible. britney says i did everything mariah carey told me to do and we took the photo of course she was completely right about everything. The photo looked incredible. <laughs> I know I won an award that night, but I couldn't even tell you what it was. The perfect photo with Mariah Carey. That was the real prize. Oh, it's just so nice. So like, like, I, of course Mariah Carey, if you asked for a picture, would be like, yeah. okay, but on my I'm checking the lighting. We're taking the right, like we're taking the perfect picture. And I think that was a really nice little moment. Yeah. And I think... From what I've read, there's going to be a lot of, like, nice little kind of celebrity cameos where it's like, this person was actually not the worst person ever. (laughs) Another one we get is Paris Hilton, who she talks about quite fondly. Um, She says that she found a kindred spirit with Paris, um, which kind (laughs) of makes sense. Well, we've got, um, they call it Bimbo Gate, was it? In the car? Yes. Staring at it right now. (laughs) Yeah, we have that. And, like, obviously, Paris... You know, she didn't have a conservatorship, but she was sent to that yeah school, the school yeah, which she's spoken out on. But she, uh, Brittany, describes Paris as one of the people one of the people who was the kindest to me when I really needed kindness. She encouraged me to have fun for the first time in a long time. Aww. She said that Paris was part of the Vegas crew that <laughs> Brittany frolicked with um, before she was spontaneously married for fifty five hours. Oh my god! Um, yeah. And that Paris became her partner in crime for her party stage. But she does say that this party stage 
was never as wild as the press made it out to be. Yeah, I think she says she just was doing Adderall. Yeah. Which isn't great, obviously. I'm not condoning that under any circumstances. <laughs> but there's, I think, what was really interesting was, oh, I can't remember what outlet I was reading mm-hmm. the sort of excerpts from. Yeah. Um, but when she's talking about the fact that all like she wasn't doing anything more than that she was drinking and she was doing Adderall that the men get away with a hardy party scene doing every kind of hard drug imaginable Mm -hmm. available to them having sex with really young girls like and it's just accepted as part well, of I it. I like that as well when she was talking about like the only time she cheated on Justin Timberlake was she kissed someone. Like, I know, it's, it's, it's so not like... good. Again, it's like the yeah. Adderall. Like, it's not not condoning that. But yeah. like, you tell there was, and not to feed into it, but there was kind of an innocence about her Completely. that she was just like thrown into this extreme world. Yeah. She says she was naive as well, yeah. but they were like keeping her in this childlike state. And I think if you've risen to fame as a child that is the image that you've entered the world into and people are going to want to try and shove you down into that again or compare you to who you were as a child and because she talks about being like such a hard worker like she was always like really on it on the sets like shit the work ethic she kind of had but you just think no but they just wanted to control you but the older you get the more you do it the more you're like hang on this isn't this isn't what's going on and then i think like a couple more that she spoke about i think she was also quite positive about colin farrell oh know. yeah no i did they see had, the like, headlines a of this horrid affair for it was a like 72 hours or yeah, something she with... was like i don't know she was like it was wild but <laughs> she was like obviously it wasn't gonna last and I, like it's not negative it's just like yeah we did that we moved on she like he met the family a beautiful man oh i know well, she met his family <laughs> like it was so short she met his family but like, she was like it was never gonna work <laughs> That doesn't surprise me about Colin Farrell. No. What kind of like alternative universe where Britney Spears and Colin Farrell like actually made it? (laughs) I think it would be a nice universe. Like there's a bit of me that's like, I just think that would work. Yeah. Um, But yeah, there's a couple where she talks about people and it's obviously not terrible. She seems to as well have talked Talking. <laughs> talked a lot about the sort of interviews she did and media yeah. personalities, um, interviewers, people like that. Most of them quite negative. I think mm. the way she spoke about Oprah was quite positive. Yeah. Um, which isn't a massive surprise. Like I guess people generally have quite a positive experience with Oprah. Although Oprah had has made some choices in her life yeah. with who well, she's platformed. However, it's nice to know that she had a good experience with Britney. I think it was that she spoke about um, the virginity situation and she had said to Brittany, like, you do, you don't need to announce to everyone yeah. like, what the situation is. However, is it not Oprah that, like, to the um, Olsen twins was, like, really crying? Was it Oprah yeah, that was really crying? Was Oprah. Them to be like, do you have an eating disorder? Was, oh, like, yeah. crying. So, like, <laughs> it's not that she's, she's not always made perfect journalistic decisions <laughs> yeah. but in this one instance and i think some of her like good understanding the wellness people that she's pushed and like she's the reason we have dr phil yeah so thanks for that <laughs> that's good thank you but there any more positive um, encounters I think she spoke like reasonably well on ryan gosling because there's i didn't yeah. know this but she was like she almost had the role in the notebook that Rachel I McAdams has. I couldn't believe that. I didn't know that, but she seems to be quite nice about Rachel McAdams, about yeah. Ryan Gosling. 
Um, she was like, I, she was glad she didn't get the role, but there was yeah. a bit of her that was like, it'd be nice reunion with Ryan. So that was quite good. Yeah. She's generally like, to be honest, I think she's maybe, I mean, we haven't read it yet, but she's maybe taking the approach of if I've got nothing nice to say, I'll say nothing at all, unless it comes to her family. That is kind of how because, the vibe she gives as well. I, though, you know I, what? I have like kind of a lot of respect for that because yeah. she doesn't seem to talk about Christina Aguilera no. as much as I think people thought she would. I think yeah. She, I think she talks about her being talented. Yeah. So, you know, I think she's taking the high road. She talks about the infamous kiss with Madonna. Yeah. But she doesn't mention Christina being a part <laughs> of it. So I think it's stuff like that. I think she is not... We'll see. In, like, well, I guess we'll see this week. Yeah. But I think unless it comes to her family mm. or people who have truly, truly wronged her, she does kind of take the high road. I mean, she's always taking the high road, but she takes, yeah. like... She, I don't know. It's she she's won't a bit more talk graceful, yeah. Oh, she. I guess right. she won't platform them to a certain extent. She's Which like, makes I, I guess there's part of her that's like, I don't really want to be associated with Christina yeah. Aguilera. I think there's a bit that she does speak about her, and she's like, I found it interesting that she was like talking about me and Justin mm. Timberlake. It's things like that, but it, yeah. she doesn't really go like, I hate her. And <laughs> she was horrible to me. Like it's she not was that the sort worst. of thing, you know? or at least it doesn't appear that way so far. But we yeah. will see. Yeah. And I am really excited to read more and Definitely. I think it's gonna be good. I wonder who they would get to do the audiobook. They've got oh it's someone good. Is it someone good? It's an actor. Is it someone I can't remember no, no, it's like What's it called? The Woman in Me. Oh, I can't remember, but it's like I remember when I saw Judy who did. it was. <laughs> I remember when I saw who it was, I was like, that makes sense to me, but I can't tell you who it was. What should be someone really bad now? I swear it was someone who made sense. Woman in me. Why aren't you telling me who did it? What? Oh, it's Michelle Williams. Yes, I was like, <laughs> Michelle Williams makes perfect sense to read this oh, that's book, incredible. right? Doesn't that make sense? Like, no, she Michelle- definitely does. Maybe, I hope they put it on Spotify. Like, yeah. on the audio... The new audiobook um, thing. The, what do you... Audiobooks, yeah. You can yeah. listen to audiobooks as part of premium now. So I'm really hoping they put it on there. I know. Because I would love to hear Michelle Williams read the book. Like, I think that is a very good choice to have someone do the audiobook. The woman in I mean, me. I would love to have the woman from TikTok doing the Southern um, interpretation of it. It's Absolutely. like, you know, when you read Shakespeare now and you have to, like, every sentence is analysed underneath <laughs> it. It's like that. I think I need, like, the analysis of, like, this is the Southern <laughs> interpretation of every word. I think that would yeah, be Yeah, it doesn't look like it's out yet. But we'll wait. What is included in Prime is uh, Julia Fox's... <laughs> <laughs> Which yes, also needs to be read. Also got so some interesting points. Paid for her SEO, so when you're putting in Britney memoir, <gasps> it's come up with down the drain. I guess they know what we want. <laughs> like I guess they know what we're also, looking into it says reading. Britney's is literally five hours. Julie Fox's is ten hours. Ten. Do you know what? Hours she has long. a lot of thoughts, and <laughs> I think like we really can't judge because I think if we were doing that, it would just like. 50% of the book would just be waffling. Yeah. Like it would just be like, and then this happened. But did we talk about this random thing that's not relevant? <laughs> it would be a lot of that. And I guess Brittany was just like, getting to the point. Yeah. She was like, I don't have time for waffling. <laughs> Unlike us and Julia Fox. <laughs> I guess Julia, Julia, in her short existence, has had a lot of experiences. She has, to be like, fair. She's like, not most. that old. She's like early 30s. Yeah. If that. <laughs> she did a lot. Like from the ages of 15 onwards, she was busy. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. Let us know your thoughts on it. You may have already read it by the time you listen to this, in which yeah, case, imagine bravo, that. because 
very impressive. You read fast. Um, <laughs> yeah, let us know your thoughts on kind of what we've talked about if you want to. Yeah. And once again, I'm very grateful for you listening to us. Bye bye. <laughs>